Welcome to Agile Fundamentals and Beyond, the podcast that helps you understand the fundamentals of Agile and some by asking the questions that everybody wants answered. I'm Jim Wiley. Hi. Hi, I'm Jetan Vara. And I'm David Lowe. And today we'll be asking, what is the Agile Manifesto? So last time we spoke about Agile versus Scrum. Go and check out that video if you haven't already seen it. Uh, but what is the Agile Manifesto and how did it come about? Well, so uh, these are facts, but backed up by my opinion, I guess. I see the, manif the manifesto as four values backed up by 12 principles. Um, those four values, if I can remember them, are um, individuals' interactions over processes and tools, customer collaboration over contract negotiation, working software over comprehensive documentation, and responding to change over following a plan. So those are the four values. I can't remember the 12 principles off the top of my head. Jim, come on. I know, I know, I know. Um, are you gonna, you're going to lose your membership to the, uh, to the Agile Club if you're not careful. <laughs> I might do. Well, I'm, I'm fully paid up for another two years. I did that just the other day. Um, so, but essentially, I think in the last video, if you've watched that, and you know, we can put the link to that in the bottom uh, in the chat, the 12 principles really define three things for me. How we work, how we work together, and how we decide what we work on. So for me, that is the essence of the Agile Manifesto. Jim, any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with all of that, uh, Jim. Um, just to give um, you all a bit of the kind of history of the Agile Manifesto, it was, it was created in 2001. Um, there were a, a bunch of software practitioners, I'll call them revolutionaries um, in, in this instance, that got together at a ski resort in, in Utah. Uh, and um, they came up with the Manifesto for Agile Software Development. Um, the conversations, uh, while I wasn't there, unfortunately, the conversations that I imagined uh, ensued was the current way of doing things doesn't work. Our software projects often fail. Um, and uh, how can we do things differently? Uh, and, and that's where the manifesto was was born from, uh, and I feel it was quite re revolutionary. The the statements at that at that point in time, um, the value statements, pretty different. Um, and I guess the reason why they put it together was to create some change in the industry, and I think they've been pretty successful at doing that. So, are you saying that we don't need a plan, or write any documentation, or have processes? Absolutely not. We're definitely not saying that. There's a statement at the, at the bottom of the Agile Manifesto that talks about, well, we value the things on the right, i.e. the bit after the over part of the statement. We value the things on the left more. So there's some myths that we kind of need to debunk here, I guess. If, we, if you ever hear anyone say, we don't do documentation in Agile, that's not true. We just value working software more. We absolutely want to document. If you hear people say we don't plan in Agile, that's absolutely untrue as well. We just value responding to change over following that plan. We do plenty of planning in Agile. So, I mean, Jim, what do you think that means for mindset? Um, yeah, good question, Jim. Um, it's absolutely all about the mindset and just echoing what you, you've been saying. Um, we, you, we value the things um, on the left-hand side of the manifesto more than the right, but it doesn't mean that we forget about uh, those 
um, things on the right hand side while we're looking to respond to change while we're looking to collaborate um, it's really really important to um, still manage your risks uh, still um, plan probably more frequently than we did in a traditional um, environment but still really really important to, to do all of those things that we did before just probably in a slightly different way and um, that's what we always say in the, our training courses that we run oh, well, talking of training you can check out our accredited and bite-sized training courses on our website uh, links will be in the description underneath uh, so here's another question for you then is this only applicable to software no again absolutely not i mean the, the original folks that wrote it were all uh, involved in that industry and so the language is all is all of that of that way but um you know i've worked with plenty of clients um with hr departments um uh, recruiters um, all sorts of other sorts of people lawyers accountants everybody can benefit from focusing on um trying to work in a different way that communication that collaboration um and and how we improve our ways of working there are yeah. plenty of organizations out there who've, who've never investigated that at all yeah, just to add to what you've been saying, Jim, um, depending on the context, uh, when I'm working with clients, um, it's often worthwhile removing that word software, um, replacing it with something more appropriate. Um, for example, uh, achieving outcomes or delivering product or delivering service. Um, that helps to kind of take it away from um, a software environment and brings it into the environment of a, a non-software situation where, where applicable. And it just it works just as well. So, so look, this thing is almost 20 years old. So 2001, about the same time you last bought a drink, Jit. Um, so how relevant is it and why should people care about it? Uh, first of all, David, I don't think I was old enough 20 years ago to buy you a drink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how relevant is it? Uh, it's, it's super relevant, like in all seriousness. Um, let's just take the things that have been going on in the world over the last few months um the way that we live our lives and the world in general is a really really different place and uh, i'm pretty sure that um if not all organizations that most organizations um have had to change the way that they do things um since the the pandemic has started that's just one example of how unpredictable the world is at the moment how unpredictable life is and therefore if you're continuing to stick uh, to a, a plan, um, for example, and continuing to dedicate budget to something that's no longer of value, um, then you're gonna, there's only gonna be one outcome, uh, and that's um, failure of the thing that you're looking to produce and probably failure of your business. Uh, and so it's super relevant. Um, the key things is being adaptable um, when things change. So, Jim, I'm going to ask you to, to wrap this up for us. So how would you sum up the Agile Manifesto for, for people to take away with them? So the Agile Manifesto in numbers or by numbers, four values backed up by 12 principles. Um, there are two sides of each value statement. And we talked about that a little bit earlier on, the left-hand side and the right-hand side. We value the things on the left over the things on the right. But that does not mean that the things on the right are important. There's still things we want to do. We just value the things on the left more. Um, I won't repeat them, but we'll put them. We'll put a, a link to those things, uh, the Agile Manifesto itself, at the bottom. Um, and finally, we believe that um, the associated mindset is is critical in an ever-changing world. So keep inspecting and adapting. Keep 
looking at how you work, how you work together, uh, and keep uh, responding to change in uh, the work that you actually take on. Thanks for listening to the Agile Fundamentals and Beyond podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter to receive our free guides and other bonus content at scrumandkanban.co.uk.